Hello and welcome back to Lost in the Long Boxes. I'm Ryan. And I'm Joshua. I'm Steve. And we we are celebrating our two year anniversary this episode. Uh, t- Hell two, yeah! Too too uh, too long for me. Years ago, <laughs> uh, I decided to, uh, to kick off the show and everything. But before we get into uh, you know that and. Steve and Josh uh, roasting me for about half an hour. Uh, typical, yes. <laughs> typical plugs. Uh, Patreon.com slash Lost in the Long Boxes. It's been a long, hard two years, and we're looking to get uh, more years to come. And certainly, uh, you know, the, the monetary needs are always there, and anything you can offer to help will certainly go a long way. Kickstarter supports uh, some of the best up-and-coming artists, writers, and everything in comics. And uh, by... By taking a look at what they have to offer and uh, and kind of sponsoring some of these projects, you are giving rise to the next generation of comic book artists, and that That's especially right. in days like these, uh, where you know the comic grounds are so fallow as far as uh, you know um, just things going out of business, we need to support everybody we can in this industry. Yeah, and speaking of you know keeping industry afloat, like. Go and support your local comic shops, even if Absolutely. it has to be online. Yeah. Uh, go support because uh, you know they need you. Everyone's got an online store these days. Call up your favorite shop, even if they're not open. Call them up and be like, "Hey, do you guys have an online store on eBay or whatever?" I'm I will almost guarantee that they do, and that's yep. a way that you can uh, still support the uh, the local industry and everything. Already, at least one of uh, the local comic stores in Ryan and I's area has gone out of business during this pandemic. So yeah, and the editors know. Yeah, yeah, they need support. Yeah, they do. They desperately, desperately do. So now we get to roast Ryan and share Uh with everybody all the behind the scenes comings and goings. Yeah. All right. Well. Well. Before you guys get in that, I will. I will set the tone of the tale. So two years ago, I had recently been diagnosed, uh, properly diagnosed, with obsessive compulsive disorder, which without getting into the nuts and bolts of how that works, it's a very, very inconvenient and not as comically aesthetically pleasing as Monk or any of those like uh, TV shows, TV characters would have you believe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I had uh, definitely, uh, you know, gone through a pretty, pretty rough run of dealing with this mental health stuff leading up to the diagnosis. Burned a lot of bridges, lost a lot of friends, and I just, I needed something to do. And while music had typically been my outlet for most of my life, it just didn't do it for me anymore. I still enjoy and still enjoyed playing music, but it just didn't give me the fulfillment to sit and record a song like it, like, like, like it used to. And so one day I decided, well, shit, I've been hearing about podcasts for years. I've been making fun of everyone I know that likes them because everyone I know likes them. So (laughs) maybe it's time for me to hypocritically start my own. So I did. Own that hypocrisy. Own it. That's right. That's That's right. (laughs) So two years later, here we are. And I would like to thank that a big part of how I was able to get through some of that rough stuff is is this show. So big, Mm. huge thanks to, to Josh and to Steve, who definitely are the rug that tie this room together. And bigger thanks to you guys, the fans. Wow, holy cow, we have so many subscribers now and, and all that, you know. And, yeah, it's it's wow. pretty awesome to see how this uh, has grown. And I was, I was so, like, flattered the first time you asked me to come on. And, and it's like doing, wow, doing a, 
a podcast to me that's something that other people do and i i right. i you know i i realize there's so much work that goes into it and i was really flattered that you would um you'd asked me to come on and i tell you that first time um i think i was so prepared for it because i was just nervous as fuck because i hate having that idea of other people really examining what i'm saying uh being right. on the spot that's not me i'm an introvert so right so, same here yeah so doing this is definitely outside of my comfort zone but um but i it, it was fun and you know it was that initial it was fun but it was scary all at the same time and it's really, I would say, helped me to grow as a person in just such a little time. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really glad, flattered, and uh, you know, uh, it's been an honor doing the show. So it's, it's awesome. Well, right back at you, Steve. I mean, uh, not to just sit and disparage, you know, the episodes before you and and Josh, and and and, and of course, you know, Steve, you uh, you were a. Uh, a once in a while co-host starting yes. out. It's just yes. due to log- due to logistics, we weren't able to do this. Yeah, we didn't we didn't fully understand the you know the nuts and bolts of how to make it happen like we do now. Yeah, but um, what I mean to say is, since you and Josh have joined the show full time in the last what is it five to six episodes, it really has just like night and day kind of taken on its uh, its voice. I think you I know? agree. I agree, and Josh has added so much to oh, this yeah. show and everything Hell yeah. Hell yeah, um, his, his his sense of humor uh the way he approaches this thing like uh, it, it it blows me away and it encouraged me i i was like josh coming on encouraged me to really up my game i was like man this guy is knowledgeable he's dedicated he does the research he right. uh he he's great at articulating it and stuff and i'm like I'm like, man, this, I I feel like I had to be better uh, just to kind of equal his energy. He uh, so you're awesome, Josh. Oh, dude, thank you so much. And like, one of the the big things for me is like, you we we all play off each other so well, and we match each other's energy. And uh, it, just in the initial conversations I had with Ryan. Uh, okay, yep. so for me. Ryan had just, uh, I hadn't spoken to him or seen him in years, and I knew, I saw that you were back in town, and and uh, you had just yeah, like two years, out. right, since yeah. we last talked. Yeah, it was yeah. like two years, and then I remember talking about, like, creating comic books with you, and be like, oh, here's a kindred spirit. But we never really got into it, but you listened, and you heard that I was into comic books. And then, uh, yeah. and then I, I got was a friend, message we, from we were, you. We had a mutual friend, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Boogie. And, uh... Yeah, and I remember I got a message from you saying, hey, I'm doing a podcast. And I kind of was in a place in my life where I ignored it. But I, I, I was just driving in my car and I thought, I was like, oh, I should check that message. And I went and then I listened to an episode that you and Steve had done. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> yeah, I love this. I, I want in on this. And it's like something inside of me that's laid dormant for so long like resurface like a fucking ancient one coming to the surface <laughs> you you got the josh touch from the transformers rip. movie started playing <laughs> josh thulu oh, exactly. josh thulu 
yeah and then yeah the talking to ryan about it i was like oh man i'm excited let's fucking do this and came in for the captain america episode and then we got into like x-men right away and and found yep. a kindred spirit with uh steve and, and our and our zeal and love for x-men and yep. and quickly like and like i know you guys can attest to this like we have done a like a couple of handfuls of episodes and each one just seems to get better and better and yeah, we've, really we've do, def- yeah. we've definitely gone through some some harrowing like weeks of, of trying to oh. figure out like the delay. I was going to say, oh, I was going to say, Josh, how have we not commended you for your patience? The first five <laughs> episodes you were in, you could like the delay Josh had like, I think oh. I figured out it was like a 10 second or like an eight second delay. So it always either sounded like he was interrupting us or vice versa. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad on some of those early yeah. episodes. I felt like a dick every time I'm like, it's like, oh, Josh just thinks I just cut him off and everything. Here uh, we go again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on my end, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, every listener's thinking, oh, there comes that fucking asshole interrupting again. Little did he know. It's like a five second delay, which. I thought it was take, lost take in the seconds. long boxes, not joshed in the long boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, like, I got to tell you, like, just on a personal level, um, like, what this podcast has done for me, like I was sharing with you guys uh, before we started recording, is uh, like I was I wasn't like sharing and talking about my passions or wants and desires or anything, you know, the things I was interested in at all with anybody. And then here we are, you know, every Sunday I have to look I look forward to just shooting the shit with you guys and what comes. And like I'm sharing more with my partner, and like she's super into like. What I'm into, she may not have an idea. Like, I'm speaking Greek when I'm talking comic books to her. But, like, she's excited that I'm impassioned again, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Ooh. for metaphor's sake, like, you know, my the the mistress that I've hid, been hiding my entire life, my adolescent life, you know, uh, the, my comic book mistress finally gets to come out of the closet <laughs> and sit at the table, you know, garbed in Star Trek uniform and... Looking like yep. looking like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know? Well, what you didn't know, Josh, when I asked you to be on this show, was I wasn't asking you to be on this show to fix the show. I was asking you to be on this show so the show could fix you. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. that. Some, Tony that Robbins some... up in this bitch. That's Deep right. shit. <laughs> That's I'm like, really, I really am, you know. <laughs> oh man, this is the this is where the cult starts. <laughs> That's right. Next in two point It is the way. <laughs> it was at that point where Josh and where, where where you can see over the course of the next six episodes, Josh and Steve slowly being indoctrinated into Ryan's sex cult. <laughs> <laughs> Join us in the tub, listeners. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you know, one time I was in Chattanooga with my ex-wife and we were looking around for a place. I don't know why I just thought of this. We were looking around for a place to get food. And we asked this woman and she looks at us and says, well, I know this new place down the street called Five Guys and a Burger. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, a burger. That's an ookie Five burger guys. right there. That's, that's right. That's, that's right. a very lucky burger. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, it's definitely not vegan. Oh. <laughs> oh. Definitely not. No, but it's been really <laughs> cool doing the show and I'm I'm excited because like we have so many so many cool interviews coming. Oh my and, god, yeah. Um, piling them up. Yeah, content that that kind of revolves around like the 
the um, the big screen things that are coming out uh, to kind of give everyone like a deep like back of the long boxes pull of yep. uh, some knowledge and like our anecdotal things and we we all three of us bring something unique to the table. And the funny thing here is, uh, uh, to we we have we have been super dedicated to getting content uh, uh, created and everything. I mean, there was a patch like not too long ago where it just seems like the world's aligned to stop us from recording. Oh, and four now, weeks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's just gone in a complete 180, and we have been recording uh, uh, multiple episodes a week. We've been uh, we've been right on top of things, and I, I I I'm excited by the fact that the you know our listeners do not know all the awesome cat podcasts that we have already recorded and that we have planned in the future. There's oh, I so know. Much. We're sitting on so much good shit, and if they only knew, they would want it all. <laughs> I, know. I know. On a personal level, I want to listen to this shit. I love listening to our own shows. Uh, I, I, I just, um, I enjoy the chemistry of it. I enjoy the, you know, it's, it's not often I get to talk and just totally geek out with friends on, on the subject of comics. So, you know. you know, too, like, I mean, for the amount of, research us three do and the amount of work we put into each episode and still as of the time of this recording have no patreon subscribers hint hint <laughs> patreon.com slash lost in the lawn boxes we still put out, we still put out a pretty good pretty consistently good product i'd say yeah. <laughs> ryan you you have stepped up your editing game uh, top notch our sound recordings have been better in quality um, oh yeah, they used to be. So, my, my early stuff was so bad. In hindsight, listening yeah. to it. <laughs> well, you know, go on Patreon. Be the first. You got to figure right. If you go on Patreon, Patreon, even just give us a couple of dollars. Like we're gonna geek out and we're gonna be like, hey, you want to talk to us? You want to be on the show? What, what would you like? Blah, 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 blah. You're gonna be get the Sultan treatment. Maybe that should be the name of that tier. The Sultan tier. <laughs> That's right, the Sultan, the Sultan tier. We are going to be introducing tiers to the uh, to the Patreon very, very soon. Uh, we just haven't had time to sit down and talk about them because we've been doing two to three episodes a weekend, and we only really get one day a week. Yep, yep. And like it's you a... said, Steve, I I really I just like being able to just geek out on Sundays. I could literally haven't talked about comic books with anybody yep. ever, and I've been I've been collecting since I was uh, eleven. You know, 10, 11 years old, off and on at times. Um, but but here I am being able to talk about comic books. It's pretty cool. Don't have to. And hide also them. like having the uh, having the uh, incentive to read more comic books. So I'm, yeah. I, I personally I'm reading more stuff I might not have read uh, otherwise or reading is... old stuff that I didn't pay attention to then. And now I'm getting excited about it. And I get so excited that when when I get excited about things, I have to tell somebody all about it. Like yeah, a me kid, too. You know, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys I, have turned me on to so many cool books, man. I know it's um and I have to, you know, it's because of this show that I am reading more DC now than I have ever in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, now you're like almost a DC guy. At least I, the older stuff, yeah. So many of my recent uh the the parts that I chose deal with uh deal with DC characters. Um 
you know, I uh, I buy as much of them now as I as I do Marvel, which is so bizarre. Like for a while, DC was a four letter word to me, but uh, but <laughs> yeah, like just like two years ago, I remember I made a I made a comment about how hey, I think that DC is going to start making some good movies, and you just like burst out laughing at me. Like, and, yeah, I was like <laughs> you know, went on about how terrible DC is. And <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, the my opinion was, and I. I admit it highly uneducated. Um, my opinion was Marvel is the superior storytellers uh, to DC, hands down, not even close. And I have, and it was due to my own ignorance. Um, I have read, I just read the 1987 Wonder Woman for the la- uh, for the last episode, and holy shit, one of the better stories I have read in my uh, in my life. And, uh, and I would never have guessed that and stuff. It's something now I'm going to, I'm going to go buy that, go out and buy that comic now. Cause it's, it's funny. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because, uh, you know, before starting the show as Steve, you can definitely attest. I was yep. a dick anti-Marvel. Yep. I was yep. a <laughs> dick. I hated yep. Marvel mostly because of not to, not to point at you, Steve, but that whole fanboy Marvel mm-hmm. mentality had yep. totally soured me on Marvel. But now I'm reading I'm reading a lot more Marvel. I'm reading, you know, I've gotten way into like Cy Spurrier's Moon Knight and, and Cy Sp- or I'm sorry, Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight, Cy Spurrier's Legion Run and X-Men stuff. Grant Morrison did some great stuff with Marvel. You know, the list goes on. I probably never would have given a chance if I hadn't. Yep. Found the uh, what's the word I'm looking? Civil discourse with you. <laughs> uh, yep, yeah. absolutely. And, and as far as like you know, fandom goes, like one of the thing, one of the appeals for me in the show and, and being a part of it, what excites me is that we're not just fanboying out the whole time. Yeah, yeah, we'll go there on occasion, but we're 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 going deep in the long boxes, you know. Yeah, we're not just that was keep, that was you know? there. Yeah, that was that was, a, that was your when pitch. I started the show. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's important. That's what stirs me to want to like research and go for it. And yes. like put the effort in behind because I could just shoot the shit about Mar- the MCU, which is great. Don't get me wrong, I love that shit. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. There, there's know? some great fanboy podcast. There's like a million of them out there. Yeah, that's not us. That, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not us. No, never will be. If you're hoping we're gonna like eventually, that's never gonna happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> and if and if you see a character on the MCU that you really like, look to our show. We're probably gonna do a deeper cut of the comic book, you know, universe. Um, yep. Exactly. You know. Uh, moving, you know, with uh, with Moon Knight coming up, we're definitely going to do an episode episode about that. As we've kind of hinted in past episodes, I have some strong feelings about that. But yeah. Yeah. on the same token, you know, uh, we could yeah. we could deal with a uh, a character from DC that I think is perfectly fine in casting and execution, and Josh thinks is terrible, you know, or vice versa. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll have that argument at one of these shows. Oh but, yeah, yeah. I know. mean, but even like we have a WandaVision Vision uh, show coming up. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's like you know let's we're gonna deep dive, uh, Wanda and you know and Vision and Vision, and their relationship and it's it's pretty interesting shit, man. Some of their some some of their deep lore as well too. Yep. And that's what that's what I love is that uh, you know like we're we're going into origins, we're going into uh, you know like their their different i like iterations in there through uh, uh, in the past when they got oh re- hell yeah rebooted. you know I love that shit yeah. yeah. What got retconned? Um, yep. Where the character is headed in the future—that's um, something we love speculating on. It's—it's it's a lot of fun. That's yeah. why this series is what it is. 
It's it's why it's why we love the Hickmans and the Grant Morrisons oh, often too, because they yeah. love to fold all those classic ancient pieces of lore into the modern characterization. We see that often from those exactly. those two, especially you know. They uh, they they pay homage to the past and carry it forward, and that yep. is like should be a mantra in comics. It absolutely should be. Yeah. Josh, you go ahead. I keep cutting you off. No, it's okay. Yeah, we have a Wonder Woman episode coming up uh, before Christmas. You know, to kind of deep dive into her origins, her very kinky origins, if you will, and then the different, and then the, yeah, yeah, then the, yep. uh, the the different iterations um, leading up to like the Perez run, and it's just like it's super excited to go deep on the things that we're seeing on the big screen, and go and and see where their origins and their different cornucopia yeah. of tales uh, yes. that the big screen pulls sure. from, you know. For sure, even if, even if it's even if it's a topic that maybe uh, you know one or all of us aren't particularly that interested in, like I still think we we, uh, we do we do a good job of summoning the uh, same level of of doggedness in our research to provide a good product. But like honestly, I don't really care much about WandaVision or Wanda or Vision, but I feel like I didn't have any problem digging into their deep lore and appreciating uh, their classic characterization. You know, so yep, yep, yeah. and. And I, I think a lot of the times when, you know, I think we've all had those subjects where we'll, we'll all agree on the subject there and stuff, and we'll be thinking, all right, well, I know next to nothing about this, uh, yep. you know, uh, you know, uh, where is this going to go? And then you get, and you start digging into the history, and you're like, wow, there are some, there are, is some great history to this. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some cool yeah. stuff here. I didn't know. Yeah, it's a whole lot meat, uh, a whole lot of meat on those bones. So that's right. That's right. Like maybe, maybe you don't like the modern characterization, or you don't like the modern take on the story, but you could, you could dig, dig into those long boxes and find that the classic inspirations for it are stuff you really enjoy. You know. And, mm-hmm. Yep. I love this has turned into our like our our like lost in the long boxes Patreon telephone here. I feel like we should be like on a live a live stream. We're gonna have Gallagher come in here and start smashing watermelons in a second. <laughs> Amy Poehler is gonna do some really dated stand up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Amy. I love all your shows. I just you're the first you're the first person I thought of. <laughs> It wasn't a sexist jab, I yeah. swear. You're Amy listens. Medium. Amy loves the show. Oh, good. Yeah. Amy Poehler from Parks and Rec? That's yeah, great. we're tight. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Really. Okay, nice. well, there we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No lie in my voice. We go back, bro. You know. <laughs> totally. You need a celebrity? I'll get you a celebrity. Fucking well, let's talk about let's, let's, let's talk about the future, guys, I guess. Um, where we want to go, where we're planning on, on taking the show and stuff, and and some of the things we have coming up, we've mentioned uh, Wonder Woman, WandaVision. Uh, also, we've got a bunch of back of the long boxes uh, mini episode reviews. Uh, Steve has some, Josh has some. I just cra- I just cracked out a couple uh, this morning that will hopefully be ready to go soon here. Um, also, yeah. we have talking about the interviews, a multitude of interviews coming up. That will probably become more of a common event with the show too like like moving forward don't be surprised if like two episodes a month even are our interviews and stuff just because you know we, we uh with, without specifically setting out to do that we have kind of organically come to a consensus that a big a big goal for the show is to provide more of a platform for independent creators and for, for just creators in general so 
you know, interviews, mostly interviews with uh, indie creators and stuff. Definitely count on that. Uh, Winston Gambro, who we just uh, we just released that interview. That that went great. Uh, learned a lot about the uh, the Kickstarter process. That's, yeah, that's why since that episode, we've been going out of our way to uh, you know kind of push push the uh, Kickstarter thing. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And and since we're talking kind of like about where we've been and where we're going in the future, I have just a few uh few things that oh, yeah, I found yeah, yeah, um that are basically changes to comics in the last 2 years since you started oh, uh, yeah, started absolutely. this. Um mm. so one of the one of the things that uh uh very much different Graphic novels are now surpassing superhero comics in sales and everything. So people are consuming more um, storylines, start to finish, almost binging comics the way we do our, our Netflix. Well, I think that's interesting because, you know, like we grew up collecting, right? Like I, yes. my first job was to be a paper boy um, so I could get money to buy my monthlies. Yep. And like we had to wait like week by week, month by month. For titles, I think it taught us a little patience. But nowadays, yeah. you can just buy the whole run in a graphic novel. Right. Yep. Right. Um, next one, comic shops are facing struggles um, that I think they really haven't hit since about the nineties. Um, yeah. And uh, comic shops are closing, so that's that's not a good one. And and it's the dark ages, man. I don't know the the black label stuff. I think is churning out some amazing stories. Um, Harleen, it is one of my favorite comic series I've read recently. I mean, uh, yeah. hands down, it's it is made to be told in a movie. I, I tell you, a lot of the appeal, and me and Josh have talked about this of the graphic novel thing, and we got into this when we did our Absolution uh, deep dive that you, the listeners, can look forward to in the near future. Uh, content warning, however, <laughs> we, we were talking about how like oftentimes because the indie stuff is just so much better nowadays, like there's something to be said for buying these like, you know, what I call container universes where it's just like, you know, a five issue story that depicts an entire universe, an entire world, but it's just one contained story. And there's something to be said for that versus, you know, buying into this like you know, buying into this like huge universe of characters with like nine books coming out a month. That's like a huge undertaking, especially when, you know, most of the audience for this stuff is people in their, in their like mid to late thirties to early forties. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> as far as actually reading comics goes, uh, I know. And at, at like six bucks a pop and everything, I mean, yes. Oh God. It, if you wanted to cover like all 10, like all 10 titles of a, a thing and stuff, you're, you're dropping sixty to seventy bucks, uh, you know, each month there. So yeah, that's that's outrageous. It's, it is it's crazy. Completely outrageous. I would much rather go buy, you know, buy like a trade, a graphic novel that Dark Horse or Image or Avatar or one of these put out than than invest in like a seventy to seventy five dollar a month investment to read yeah. all these. What's interesting you know. is the ritual for me of going weekly to the comic book shop and like getting my title. And like following it, I mean, there are a lot of titles. I'll, I'll get like the first issue, right? And then I'm like, I'm gonna wait for the graphic novel to come out and get the whole thing. But like yeah. Hickman's X Men run, right? Like I'm getting that monthly, and there's a couple of other titles that I get, you know, monthly that I really look forward to, until yeah. coming in. Um, so I'll keep doing that as long as I can financially do it, you know. One of the things that I've really enjoyed lately is going after um, 
like going out and buying those Joe Hill produced comics and stuff from Lock and Key oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love some of those horror storylines and everything that that they uh, that they've been releasing under uh, Joe Hill's production company. That's really kept me, I think, going to the comic book shop regularly as well as Hickman. I, I you know, I can't can't praise his shit enough. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that if I like, I mean, you know, I'm I'm the I'm the odd man out in the group because I'm not a motorist, but I, I think that if I <laughs> I think if I was certainly make the run to the comic shop that's it, it's nearby where Steve and I live in the same town basically, and the the town just over has a uh, a smaller but pretty cool comic book shop. If I could physically get there, I probably would buy a couple titles a month. But I'm a weirdo and don't mind the digital thing so much. I'm not. I'm not I'm not going to say I'm not a collector. I am a collector, but I'm more of a consumer of story. I need to read that story more than right. anything. And yeah. yep. physically touching it doesn't give me the uh, the same tinglies that uh, just being able to read and get into that world does. So I don't mind reading it on a tablet or my phone or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, nobody reads more titles than you. Uh, maybe in the world, Ryan. Perhaps the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do read way too many comic books. <laughs> that the uh i don't know but i i i think i think we both found that the, the best title hands down uh is uh, chuck norris's combat commandos karate commandos karate commandos uh, sorry uh that that it, that is uh, akin to sacrilege right there uh, uh i will i will flay myself for that and uh and, and never do it say, again yeah i was gonna I, say, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I know. I, I apologize to the karate commando gods. <laughs> There's got to be a Chuck Norris vo- a joke in here somewhere. <laughs> That's right. <sighs> I feel I feel like a like a, a foot from the heavens is going to drop down and roundhouse kick you out of your chair. <laughs> 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 That's uh, right. Uh, Chuck Norris didn't get COVID. COVID got Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that was pretty that's terrible. Right. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to link it for this episode. You know, I found right. on t- on 2B TV, it's like the free Netflix, but they only have shows from like 20 years ago. I found the uh, the Chuck Norris and the Karate Commandos cartoon series, Steve. Oh, that's awesome. We we've got to we've got to like do a live stream episode. We can we can riff on it sometime. Yeah, <laughs> MS, MST3K style and stuff. You know, I yeah. did hear that Chuck Norris's tears cure cancer. But too bad he doesn't cry. That's right. That is right. <laughs> on, on that note. On that note, what do you guys think about Lost in the Long Boxes and what you've seen so far and what you'd like to see uh, coming up in the near future? We have added our Lost in the Long Boxes fans uh, group on Facebook that is linked directly to our Facebook.com slash Lost in the Long Boxes. And we do pay attention to uh, episode content. Uh, submissions and everything like uh, doing an episode on uh, on sex in comic books that was directly inspired by our friends over at uh, Cinema 60 certainly check out cinema60.com it's a great podcast our friends Bart and Jenna over there but um, I was trying yeah. to fluidly plug that but it really didn't <laughs> but yeah what do you, what do you guys all think uh, what have you liked what have you disliked if you if you dislike that much, why are you still listening? Anyway, <laughs> I'm Ryan. Hey, I'm Joshua, and I'm Stephen. 
This is Lost in the Long Boxes. It's been two years, and here's to many more to come. We'll talk to you next time.